You are listening to Between Two Consultants, Logic 2020's original business and technology podcast. I'm Nick Kelly. And I'm Ethan Silvers. We're two consultants who talk to super smart people about the latest trends in technology and business. And we are very excited today um, for a couple reasons. Number one, this is only the sixth or seventh time that we've had on two guests. So it's, it's pretty rare and unique. We're excited about that. And we're going to be talking about a product that has been built by the folks on the screen. It is a COVID vaccination tracker. And, uh, and, and we're going to go into the why and the how and, and the value of it. Um, so why don't we quickly get started um, with introductions? Um, over to you, Justin. Yeah. Well, thanks, Ethan. Uh, my name is Justin. I'm a consultant uh, in data and analytics. Uh, and I'm joined by by Richard, and I'll let him introduce himself. Hi, I'm Richard. I'm a data engineer at Logic 2020. Um, I've been working with data and data warehousing and along um, and in that realm for probably the last 20 years. So <clears throat> that's actually the same age as Ethan, I believe. Well, I mean, it's a couple years more than me. Uh, <laughs> for, for those watching, I've aged very poorly as you probably can tell. Um, and it's, not, Nick, it's not the only problem. <laughs> and Nick, before we jump into it, like it was the, the excitement that Justin and Richard had when introducing themselves that they're what, for being on between two consultants, I felt it was overwhelming. Is that the right word? It is. Uh, you know, I think it was like one of our, our past guests, uh, guests, Kevin. Yeah. He was uh, overcome with joy, probably. I mean, it, it is a it's, yeah. it's a high mark in their careers. So you're welcome, guys. So uh, as a career teleporter uh, for me. So happy happy to be here. That's right, a career teleporter. Sure. In the outtakes, we'll we'll get more into that. So why don't we start with this, Justin? What is the product that we're going to be looking at today? Yeah, so we're going to be demoing the COVID vaccinations tracker that aims to track the rollout of vaccinations across the U.S. Uh, the goal of which is to be able to see when we can go back to normal. Like, when will life start to return to a little bit of normalcy? When can I go to the bar, you know, with my mates? And when can I, you know, just ex experience, uh, you know, the joys of just be being around other people? Uh, and what, so everybody can see my screen. Is that right, Ethan? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, one thing that we noticed that a lot of, there's a lot of dashboards that are out there. Uh, but one thing that we noticed that they didn't do a great job of was explain exactly, answer some of the questions that a lot of people have uh, with the rollout in terms of, you know, how close are we getting to, to herd immunity, which is kind of our, our goal for, for that, that range of normalcy, which we're looking at around 70%. So right now we're at about 8.5%, uh, which, you know, don't get too discouraged. I'm sure it'll, it'll be there soon. Uh, but then you can see exactly which states are, are being effective um, in the rollout in terms of the percentage of the population that's been vaccinated. Uh, and you can see, you know, Alaska is our is kind of leading the way here. Uh, but they're still only at 14%. So still only around 14% of the population uh, vaccinated. Is that because it's the first in the alphabet? Or is it the first in the alphabet, Alaska, for the states? I, I think Alabama might have a B. Yeah, they, yeah, okay. 
Now, Fred, like I, I'm not from the U.S., so I can be. <laughs> I, I thought you were actually from Alabama based on the accent. I got it wrong. Sorry. Yeah, it's, yeah you're probably lacking some refinement in the subtleties of accents there. You can. <laughs> so, uh, Justin, uh, sorry, we just had that brief interruption about Alaska versus Alabama, and we are by no means <laughs> saying which state is better than the other. Um, and I, were you going to? Yeah, that's that's real nice. Which uh, talk us through what you're doing. Uh, so, you know, just hovering over, we can see kind of two metrics uh, that we're really focused on. Uh, one I mentioned, what percentage of that population is vaccinated. Uh, the second is what percentage of the vaccines are, are distributed versus administered to kind of get a sense of how effective each state is actually in rolling out the vaccines that they have available. So, yes, you know, Alaska has 14 percent of their population vaccinated, uh, but still only distributing about 67 percent of the vaccines that, that we have available. And so this is all interactive. If we cared to, to look more into Alaska, you can see exactly what that looks like in terms of their population, uh, as well as what rate are the vaccines increasing or are they going to be administering more? Uh, and here it looks a little, this is daily. So we're looking at daily vaccinations administered. Uh, and then we, we put on top uh, a forecast to try and see if the trend is going to, to be moving upwards uh, or downwards or, or where are we headed and when this is going to start to uh, hopefully increase. I, ideally, you know, when I, I didn't click this before, uh, this is, it's, it's, but uh, you'd like to see that going a little higher. Uh, Nick, and I think that you had a hand in putting this together. Um, were there other things that we should be uh, that we should be focusing on when we look at this? Well, I think the interesting thing here is the the process that we used, and, and I'm sure we'll get into it, but the the temptation is to wait until like we can answer every possible question in relation to the rollout of the vaccine. And and it's often what we end up doing in the enterprise is let's wait for everything to be available. And let's you know wait for the stars to align basically. And so, you know, this is like a really, really quick turnaround dashboard. Like we're talking days. And and it's a way to elicit feedback. So you know this is this is there now. It's connected to, you know, relatively. I mean, the speed of the data refresh is 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 fairly fast here, and and it's the start. It's the start to the journey. And you know this can go in in many different ways. And so, uh, you know, hopefully we can talk a little bit about the process as well. Um, but I think it's a, it's already a great start. And. Uh, you know, I find myself looking at this as well, just see how the rollout's going. And, and I was surprised to see that Alaska, like why, why, why is it that Alaska's, you know, at top and what are they doing? What decisions and actions are they taking that maybe some of the other states might look at? And of course, there may be none because maybe the environment is different there. Maybe there's, you know, there's different reasons, different criteria, um, but it does at least um, open the door to further inquiry. Hmm. That, and and you, that is a surprisingly good transition. Uh, so now let's talk about um, how did it get built? Because we just transitioned to that seamlessly. Um, how did it get built? And I think that like that this might be a good time, Richard, um, just briefly, you, you know, your role in this and then uh, what it looked like to get it get it created. Uh, so um, as a data engineer, I'm in charge of getting the data, which makes sense. Um, and so first we had to identify good sources and good sources that were updated frequently. And that's where we came up with, uh, you can see in the corner of the dashboard, it says OWID and GCP, which are which is our world and data and GCP. And they both aggregate 
data from sites like the CDC and other places. Um, now, the vaccination data um, comes from the OWID and a lot of the population data come from the, the Google, Google Cloud Platform, which is what GCP stands for. Um, and so we were able to combine those to be able to figure out like, you know, the percentage of the populations um, based on the numbers that, uh, you know, the numbers of people vaccinated as opposed to the numbers of people that are actually in each state. So um, but we basically pulled directly from there. They're updated daily, so we get daily updates um, to the dashboard. And we pulled the data into Power BI directly from, from the web. Uh, so there's um, there's no I mean so it's always the latest data that that's available when we refresh the uh, the dashboard, and it's all done in Power BI. There's no um, uh, other process involved or other application involved in this. And then uh, once I pull the data, we basically set up the the models to be able to um, the data models to be able to uh, you know link. Uh, you know, to figure out how to link the data between the two different uh, data sets or data sources. So, thank you, Richard. And then, so that was the back end, and I think you started to touch on the front end. Justin was with you doing more of the front end. Anything you wanted to add? I would just say, you know, we really start with what questions uh, we're trying to answer from the data. So, what what's top of mind and what's relevant, uh, and then trying to think as we start there get the key APIs that, that would help us answer that question and then try and think of what action we might we might take from there. So, you know, sometimes they just say I do the pretty visuals, but I think it's really about, you know, being able to tell, ask that question, uh, tell a bit of the story and, and what you can actually do with this data. Um, yeah. Nick, do you have anything it, to add? No, I, I, I think that it's a great point. Like it, it, the, the visualization part can be sometimes assumed it is to make things look pretty, but it is the, uh, it's like the synthesis or it's the distillation of the process that's gone into it up until then, like mm -hmm. the business requirements. What are those questions need to get answered? And is the data available there to answer it? Uh, so all of that happens before any you know bit of code or, or you know any data is is being accessed. All of this happens before that in, in order to get to the, the visuals. Hey Nick, could you talk with us a little bit about sort of the early pieces of this? You talk a lot about iterations and how you start with sort of an idea and then iterate that on that. And then from there, you, you then start um, doing, uh, getting it more to the finished state. Help us understand a little bit about that. Yeah, sure. So we we tend to start with understanding objectives, of course, uh, as any project should, um, but often projects don't. But we start with that. What are, the, what are the strategic objectives? Why are we doing this? What's the point? Where is the value? And then aligned to that, who is going to benefit from this? What questions do they want to have answered? And then we interrogate the available data and say, well, okay, out of those, let's say 50 questions we want to answer, there's maybe 10 that we could reliably answer with the available data. And uh, so that, that was like the process that we'd follow then. We then quickly wireframe it to make sure, okay, well, is this what we wanted? And does it align with the strategic goals? And then we get into development. And then of course we can iterate through all of this. So, you know, we can continue to iterate. This is the first iteration. Got it. And are we, um, I, I think the intent, if we can get the uh, the access right, is to release this broadly. Um, and uh, as people are watching this and playing with um, the uh, dashboard, do you have any, do us as a team um, have any requests for folks who are 
going to be uh, leveraging this? Yeah, let me let me take that one. Um, you know, it's it's a version one. We'd love to get feedback. We'd love to see which direction it should go. So if you have any suggestions, anything you think, okay, well, you know, there's this data source or that data source, or I'd love how it answered question X or Y, whatever the case is, we'd love to hear it. And because we'll we'll evaluate that and then see if we can put it into the, the next iteration. And um, given the longevity of the show, I, I think I think a concern here is that we'll probably end, be ended up on iteration five, 600 because it, it is a very well-lived show and uh, mm -hmm. often on, on cable. Anytime you turn on cable, we're on. So if it's the rerun, just bear in mind, it might be on a, a very deep iteration of the dashboard at that time. Yeah. And and has has our um, producer has she has she booked us recently? Do we have any things coming up for the shows uh, that we're going to be on? I I can't answer that. That's a huge. That's a that's a knowledge management problem. Yeah, I mean, I, I I've heard like Johnny Carson and Lenny Bruce type stuff is yeah. uh, is where we're going to be on it's, soon. It's so massive of a of a challenge that it it truly needs. A, a robust knowledge management platform to be able to address answering that. Yeah, it's something. It's something. So um, with that, I, you know, we we've talked a lot today about um, the this uh, this tracker that we have, and you know, I think the most impressive part is how quickly it was put together and, and the usefulness of the information. And I'm excited to get folks' comments um, about differences we can make to this and ways that we can enhance it. So really appreciate any comments that you have in there. And you know, as we were talking before, we'll probably be booked on uh, things like Johnny Carson and Lenny Bruce in the near future. Um, and you know, as, as always, I'll be talking with uh, Nick offline about better ways to do transitions and continue to coach him up on that. So we, we have some things that we continue to look forward to. Nick, anything else we wanna bring up before we end this segment? Yeah, I just say we're gonna continue to um, work on Ethan's personality and, and try and make him more likable. <laughs> but that's yeah. it's, a, it's a really low bar like i think that i don't have to do that much to make myself a more likable human being yeah no comment <laughs> <laughs> so i'd like to i'd like to thank um justin and richard so much for coming on the show today my name is ethan silvers i'm nicholas kelly You've been listening to Logic 2020's Between Two Consultants. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to subscribe so you can get each episode delivered directly to your favorite podcast app. To learn more, visit our website at logic2020.com. You can also find us, Nicholas Kelly and Ethan Silvers, on LinkedIn. So give us a follow. See you next time. Logic 2020.